Welcome to the Breathing God podcast. I'm your host, Gretchen Rodriguez. I'm going to share an encounter today that was probably one of the most powerful life-changing encounters I've ever had. And as I share it with you, I invite you, allow this to be life to you as well. Allow yourself to encounter the Lord through what I'm going to share. You know, Jesus spoke to us in parables, spoke to people in parables all throughout the Bible, all throughout the New Testament. He spoke in parables, awakening their imagination, drawing them into imagery and and letting them see the things that he taught. And the Holy Spirit reminded me of this encounter to share it with you today because it's going to do that for you. It is going to be life to you. It is going to awaken you. It is going to bring hope. It is going to bring peace. It is going to help you refocus, readjust, and settle back into the place that the Lord has for you. Um, so as I share sit quietly, close your eyes if you'd like, and engage your heart with what I say and let it be an an encounter for you as well. Um, It's very, very precious to me. I had it at the beginning of the year, and I think I may have shared it with you guys um, more recently, but I'm not 100% sure. I think I did, but I don't know if I shared it in fullness. Um, I didn't share it with anyone, anyone until the Lord released me to, because it's very precious to me. So I want to start out by saying that this was in the, this was in February, the beginning, you know, towards the beginning of the year. And at that time I had someone, there was a few things actually, but one person in particular whom I love so much and was really going through, has been going through an incredibly, incredibly hard time. And I don't know if any of you are like me, (laughs) but when people I love are hurting and going through it, I want to help. And I tend to, um, if I'm not careful, I tend to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. And so I have to be really careful to trust the Lord and just not get stuck in my head. You know, I, the things that I share on this podcast about, um, how we can live a life of peace, how we can live in the awareness of God, the things I share about how we don't have to live in fear and worry and stress. I don't just share these things because I know, know they're true on a theological standpoint or in my mind. I know they're true because I have to live them and practice them. And I have experienced the fact that these things are truth. And I have to practice what I share with you. I don't just live in this place of constant peace. I am tempted, just like you are, to lose my peace, to get worried. I get tempted with fear. I get tempted with trying to control or trying to fix. But I choose to turn back into the presence of God. I choose to let go of things. I choose to believe he loves me and to tune back into his presence, no matter what comes. 
And believe me, we've had some pretty hard things happening in our lives. Um, but I don't, I, I don't focus on that. I trust him. And no matter what, I believe he is good. Anyway, and so this particular morning, so I'm going to share the encounter now. So allow your heart to go there and to receive the truth and receive encouragement. You know, these last two podcasts have been all about the fact that the Lord has showed me people have been feeling like they've been in this waiting room forever. Um, The last podcast was about just our thoughts going in a million directions. And this is the, I guess, the culmination of it all. This is the beauty and the breakthrough of it all. So back in February, I was feeling really heavy. Heavier than normal. One of those times where I was having a very difficult time shaking the heaviness because I was so concerned about this person that I love. And I wanted to help them. And I I knew that in the natural, there wasn't much I could do. And so I was concerned. And there were some other things in my heart. And I knew I was had lost my peace and I knew how to find it. I just needed to find his presence again. So I was worshiping and I was listening to a song by Jonathan Helser called I am your beloved. It was the first time that I'd heard that song. And there's a part of the song that says, I can hear the sound of the father running. And again, it was the first time I'd heard this song, but as he was singing it, as those words were leaving his lips, I immediately had the image of my father running. I could see bare feet in like dusty earth. I could see the edge of this golden garment flowing around his feet as he just ran. But not only did I see it in my spirit, in the physical, I felt the ground shake. Um, I sit on the floor usually when I am in worship and I felt the ground shake and I thought maybe it was something in the natural, you know, an airplane or, or our neighbors dropping their weights in their home gym, you know, I, I, but it wasn't, it was, it was moving with his feet and the father wasn't just running. He was running like everybody better get out of my way, you know, with force and intention. And I knew his attention was on me. He was running to me because he cared about what was in my heart. And and I had this thought. I mean, I was really caught off surprise. I'd never felt, um, usually when I feel the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father, usually when I feel the presence of God, it's a very tender thing. But this was a, I'm coming to your rescue. I hear you. You know, it was It was just so forceful and I kind of was scared for a second, like I should get out of his way, you know, like you're going to knock me over, but I, I didn't, I just stood and the moment that I just, I don't know how to explain it. I just lifted my heart to him and went, yeah, knock me over. I don't care what, just come get me. He threw, we threw our arms around each other and I threw my arm around his neck and I just wept with joy. I mean, over and over, all I could do was just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you 
thank you for coming to my rescue. Thank you for my salvation. Thank you for loving me. Thank you that I am on your mind. Thank you for accepting my weak love. Thank you that you've heard me. And I could feel the father's arms around me. He just wrapped me in love. I mean, pure, perfect love. I've never in my life felt something like this. It was like, there were so many things happening at once, but on one hand, it was as if he was a sponge and all of the fear and all of the heaviness and all of the just life stuff, every single care of the world soaked into him. It was absorbed into him and it just came off of me. I mean, even things that I didn't even know were on my heart, it just came off of me. And and my lo- my every part of me was just held in perfection. Love had every single thing that I needed. Love had paid the price for me. And, and it was him that came running to my rescue. You know, it wasn't a husband or a father, an earthly father or, or earthly mother or a counselor or a mentor or a friend or anyone that I loved who came to my rescue. It was him. He came to my rescue. And then all of a sudden, no one had, the father didn't step away, but in one moment I could, I just knew I felt the father's arms around me and, and it was physical. I don't know how to explain this and I'm not going to try, but I physically felt my hands could physically feel material. I could feel, I could, I could physically feel that I was holding someone and that they were holding me. And then it switched and it was Jesus holding me. And then it switched and it was Holy Spirit holding me. And it was like, they just kind of melted into each other. Each one just taking turns holding me, yet no one stepped away, you know, no one stepped aside. And it was so real. And I was sobbing. I was so overcome by love and overwhelming gratefulness. I I couldn't stop saying thank you. I just couldn't stop saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You came. You came. And you came with such determination and such love. And it was just, it was so beautiful. And then I realized um, my thoughts for just a moment went to what had been concerning me. And then again, I felt it just, it was like it just absorbed into him. And I had no fear while he was holding me. 
while the one God, the one true God, the one who is love, was holding me, I'll say is holding you, as you feel his arms around you, you will experience the same thing that I did. I had no fear. There was a complete absence of fear. And I've never in my entire life felt that. Not to this degree. There was no fear. There was no fear. It felt like I could believe for anything in the whole entire world. And I knew it would come true. I knew that I could have whatever things I ask because of my relationship with Jesus, right? I think that's um, John 16. And I also knew just a moment after that, that the second that this encounter ended, I was going to have to not have to. I knew that the, the moment the encounter was over, I would be tempted with fear again. And so I didn't want the encounter to end and I just gripped him and held him and just just soaked in his presence, just soaked in love because 1 John 4, 18, right? Perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love was holding me in his arms and it was a, a moment in time that felt it felt like it was going on forever when it really probably was only a couple minutes long. It felt like I was in his arms for eternity. It felt like everything in my life was right. It felt that everybody I was concerned about would be okay. I felt that I had no fear, no fear. And I also knew this isn't going to last. That is, This is just a moment in, with him. And you're going to be tempted again to fear. But then I kind of gripped him tighter and I said, Lord, I don't want this to end. And he said, you can come back to this moment whenever you want. Love lives inside of us. And it only takes one moment It doesn't need to take hours. It doesn't have to take years of therapy. It doesn't have to... One moment with the king. One moment with love changes everything. This is the time when I started saying it, when I had this encounter and started feeling my life shift a couple months after this encounter. That love really changes everything. And I pray that you feel the arms of love wrapped around you. That every prayer that you have prayed, he's heard it. Every tear you have cried, every scream you have screamed, every frustration, every time you've said, but where are you and why can't I feel you? And do you actually hear me? And I I do want to trust, but I'm having such a hard time. He's coming right now. Love has already come. He has done everything he needs to do to rescue you. And if you will turn your heart to him, if you will continue to keep your heart set on him, your eyes set on him, you will see that he's come. 
But that doesn't mean that you aren't tempted to fear, that you aren't tempted to doubt. For me, I actually came out of this encounter and just like I knew was going to happen, I was going to be tempted with fear after this encounter because the enemy hated this encounter. And I was so tempted with fear for a couple months after it that I thought, how could I possibly have had such a powerful encounter and now be so tempted with fear again? But it has taught me the power of our gaze, the power of setting our heart on him no matter what, even if it is a tiny glance of our heart where we barely can lift our eyes, but we just turn our affection to him, even when we're heavy, even when we're doubting, even when we're caught up in our heads, this tiny movement of our heart captures his attention. The Lord is with you right now. He knows what you're going through. And just like I had to choose to tune back into love and to set my gaze on him over and over and over every day, every time I got stressed for a couple of months after this encounter, because my situation didn't get better in the natural was getting worse and I was I knew that this person needed a huge breakthrough and only God could do it and so I was so tempted to keep to keep being afraid the enemy knew let me say this the enemy knows what you're most afraid of the enemy knows what's concerning you so you better know it too you better be aware of what scares you of what is heavy on your heart because he knows it and he'll use it against you. But I just kept returning to love. I just kept returning to love. I kept returning to him. I kept remembering that he has me. I kept remembering that I was loved. And slowly, I felt love set me free. But I had to choose to believe. I had to choose to believe that love, perfect love would cast out fear. And so I just kept returning to love. I kept returning to his embrace. And I pray that for you today, that you would continue to return to his embrace. That you would continue, no matter what is happening in your life, no matter what is going on. Yes, it's so hard sometimes. Yes, it's so confusing sometimes. But only when our eyes are not fixed on his gaze. Only when we haven't locked our, our gaze. Only when we're not standing face to face. When we are distracted and overcome and overwhelmed and we're looking at the natural and we're having trouble. That's the only time that things are really bad. The enemy wants our attention. But when we give all of our heart to the Lord and we choose him over and over and over and over and over, something breaks. And something is breaking in your life. You didn't tune into this podcast on accident today. It was his will. He wants you to know that he's heard you, that he's running, that he is your rescuer, that he is your savior, he is your hero, he is your champion, he is your beloved, and you are his. Take time, 
give him everything. Yes, fear knows how to draw us away if we let him, but it's our choice. And today I pray that you will choose that one thing, right? Like Mary did, I talked about last week. That we don't have to choose to engage with all of these busy things and distracting things and overwhelming things. We can choose him, just like Mary did. We can anoint the feet of our beloved with all that is in our hearts. Every part of us, every part of us, every part of us, our doubts, our fears, our just every single thing, our dreams, our hopes, our frustrations, our questions. These are the things that we break at his feet. And oil, it's really hard to to scoop it back up and put it in a bottle. So just let it be there. You don't have to you don't have to do anything but love him and he will love you in return. He's already loved you. He's he's loved you first, hasn't he? Come back into the awareness of love. He's got you. I see the Lord holding your face, looking you in the eyes. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you, my beloved. And I've got the things that are on your heart. I've got them. And just see him wrapping his arms around you right now holding you in that perfect embrace of love. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit embracing you. And as he's embracing you, feel every care just melting into him, being absorbed like he's a sponge. He just takes it away. And he'll show you what to do. If there's anything you need to do, he'll show you. He'll show you the right way to respond to people. He'll show you what actions to take. He'll show you what conversations to have and what to say. He'll show you how to trust. He'll show you what to do, what job venture. He'll show you what job to take. He'll show you where to live. He'll show you what friends to have. He'll show you everything you need. He'll show you. And so I bless you today that the one who is perfect love would awaken your heart and set it free. Thank you for joining me on the Breathing God podcast. If this show has ministered to you, please consider leaving a review right here. And if you think the podcast will bless someone else, please share it. You can find help for anxiety, sign up for my newsletter, and find lots of other goodies on my website, GretchenRodriguez.com.